Part 20 of Dionysius the Areopagite with other poems by Anne Hawkshaw. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Past 1. Where is the record of the past inscribed, and where the chronicle of ages gone? What is the gift with which grey time was bribed to spare the tablets it is writ upon? Hold the dark pyramids, the mystic scroll? Do the pale genie of departed years, in sunless caverns as the centuries roll, record the sum of human hopes and fears? 2. No, the past writes its history everywhere, on the dark mountain, in the savage glen. Man treads no spot, however lone, but there he finds memorials of his fellow men, or nature's history of an elder time. The past, tis written on the human heart, told by tradition's tongue from clime to clime, heard in the speech of many a busy mart. 3. What gave the Grecian his immortal theme? What gave to Tasso his undying lay? The past, whose dim rememberings, like a dream, were fading in obscurity away. They heard the voices of departed time, and gave them to the future, pausing oft, as many a vision rose of blood and crime, or woman's gentle tones in pleading accents soft. 4. The present age shall be the theme of song to future ages, when the mists of time have softened down the outline now too strong, making the dim and shadowy seem sublime, and as the walls of many a ruined pile outlast the lovelier but the frailer part, the daring deed survives, though dark and vile the gentler feelings of the human heart five the nations of the past where are they now some with the cities which they built decayed some died away we know not why or how their fated hour arrived though long delayed one only hath it given us still unchanged the dweller of the desert is the same Kingdoms have changed around him since he ranged across Arabia's sands and bore the robber's name. 6. Cities sprung round him, but he turned away. Armies enclosed him, but he mocked their might. Empires arose, he bowed not to their sway. Art spread her works, he heeded not the sight. His vices and his virtues, all his own, he gives not borrows not from polished men his home the desert and a tent his throne his grave the cavern or the mountain glen seven the cities of the past they stand alone fast and majestic in their slow decay year after year but crumbles down a stone and ages watch them as they pass away some have outlived their name and some their date like tombs recording not whose dust they shrined, while unto others time a different fate hath given, their name alone remains behind. 8. A heap of ruins only marks the spot where once the Ephesians' splendid city stood. The very sea hath now its shores forgot, and dread malaria broods, where once the flood brought Asia's riches to those marble streets. One pillar, in its solitude sublime, Alone upon the plain of Sardis, Meets the stranger's gaze, A beacon left by time. 
9. Oh, let those silent cities still remain untouched, unmarred by things of present date. Let the old temple on its native plain there meet the slow arrival of its fate. Drag not the shattered capital away, the shaftless base, to mingle in our halls with things that speak but of the present day. No, let them moulder by their ancient walls. 10. The cities of the past, some stand apart in solitudes, unbroken by the sound of even the beating of a human heart, a silence as the very graves profound some hath the earth entombed and some the sea deep in her forests some hath nature hid and in the western world the tropic tree waves beside many a nameless pyramid eleven like spellbound giants of an earlier day enchanted in their vast and silent halls the egyptian statues watch their shrines decay where not a flower smiles on the sun-scorched walls the burning wind that sweeps the desert sand and strews it round until it heaps their tomb sighs like a dirge around them as they stand waiting the slow approaches of their doom twelve it is not so with thee immortal greece thy statues hail not in their native land the olive springing by the shrine of peace and freedom's lamp relighted on thy strand they fled thy coasts when anarchy and crime and long oppression bowed thee to the dust to waken genius in our colder clime be what thou wert again and we resign our trust thirteen beyond the past in science we have gone but not in art those antique statues stand like beings of another race alone amid the grand around them yet more grand amid the beautiful the loveliest still we gaze and fancy that the god will speak the nymph step from her marble pedestal oh move not breathe not or the spell will break fourteen we have not learned to love the beautiful as grecians loved it as a childish play though still the earth of loveliness is full we deem such feeling in our wiser day is it an idle play when he who spread the vault of heaven gave it a thousand hues and strewed the very ground on which we tread with tinted cups to hold the evening dews fifteen the pencil and the lyre both live and die with the deep earnest love of what is fair they give the past an immortality but of that glory shall the present share or must we link their names with days gone by oh never let it be the poet's lyre hath mourned his country with a patriot's sigh hath roused to energy a nation's fire sixteen what first shook europe from her death-like trance her long dark night of ignorance and crime dante's stern thought and petrarch's eloquence breathed in the music of italian rhyme they woke the memory of departed things pointing to relics of the ages gone and long as freedom loves the lyre's deep strings will she remember him of avignon seventeen harp of my country left in silence now thy tones have roused thy sons in other days 
when cambria gathered on the mountain's brow freedom's last hosts who answered to thy lays the voice of freedom ceased not till the tone of thy last harp was silenced would the strain that roused thy children in the ages gone might echo through their island home again eighteen though not to bid them quell a foreign foe but wake the love of country in their breast for in the crowded street the voice of woe the low faint cry of poverty oppressed sounds like the requiem of my country's peace the dirge for her long day of glory fled harp of my country waken ere it cease and the last spirit of the land be dead nineteen the songs of other days they linger still in ancient legends and in antique rhymes nor has the heart which loves yet ceased to thrill at thy sad songs thou bard of troubled times who breathe thy numbers o'er the lost ones urn e'en from the loneliness of our dark towers how oft in those long years wouldst thou return in hope and memory to thy southern bowers twenty those sweet but mournful songs thy country shrines amidst her choicest treasures of the past and round thy princely brow the laurel twines son of orleans while his is withering fast who gave thee in this land an exile's doom for thee the child of song shall breathe the strain while history gives to decorate his tomb the conqueror's bloody wreath the persecutor's chain twenty one where sleep the bards go ask tradition's tale the historic page records not how they lie the crested helm the lance the coat of mail on stately cenotaphs attract the eye beneath the arches of the gothic pile but lowly are the tombs which bear the lyre in the old temple of our native isle his name has perished of our song the sire twenty two the past it is a thing on which to pause a name breathed softly as that word farewell a theme to muse on at the evening's close when best on solemn thoughts the heart will dwell tis like a land of which we oft have heard yet seen of its far-stretching shores but part yet on that little portion are interred how many hopes and loves alas how many a heart twenty three still in that land each one an interest hath an atom of the whole yet more to him in thought to tread some old familiar path than the long tracks with shadowy distance dim tis more to him that tangled briars creep upon those walls where rose and jessamine grew where a kind mother watched his infant sleep than that the hand of time palmyra's halls or through twenty four the flight of years change not our hearths alone far more they change ourselves we never meet as last we parted voices lose their tone bright eyes grow dim and hearts less lightly beat the smile of childhood and the hopeful brow of youthful beauty change to pensive grace and quiet thought as sunny beams endow the skies with softened tints before they leave their place twenty five in form in heart in mind the past hath brought a change to all we love 
to all we know for good or evil only hath it wrought a blessing or a curse it must bestow have all the sorrows all the griefs the tears that we have seen but made us feel the less for human woe or has the lapse of years softened the heart to tenfold tenderness twenty six and have the wonders of creation woke of adoration not a loftier strain as one by one upon the mind they've broke and yet are moving on an endless train if when a child thine eye was raised above in wonder to the god who spread the sky with sparkling gems how deep thine awe and love who knowest them now as worlds and suns on high twenty seven let not the simple homage of the child condemn the heartless worship of the man nature to it was mystic strange and wild to thee tis full of wonders yet of plan it looked above around and sky and earth alike were beautiful it knew no more but hushed the throbbings of its infant mirth to bless its god oh how shouldst thou adore twenty eight men count the past by years or months or days while history notes it by the ages sped but science far beyond extends her gaze and reckons by her mighty cycles fled the deeds which history calls of ancient date she numbers with the things of yesterday one stops to mark the ruined city's fate the other tells of systems passed away twenty nine the historic muse points to the roofless hall the lonely pillar or the sculptured shrine where silently the feet of centuries fall and the green branches of the ivy twine where in the midnight hour the owlet moans and autumn gales strew round the withered flowers and winter sighs with deeper sadder tones and the pale blossom spring plants on the mossy towers thirty these are the chronicles of empires past the work of hands now mouldered to decay strewing the earth but things more strange and vast nature entombed long ere these passed away with skill beyond the sculptors graved their forms upon the enduring rock and left them there nor did the beating of ten thousand storms those records of an elder world impair thirty one but pause not there still further backward turn before that time perchance bright suns had set no more in their far distant skies to burn whose scattered light hath never reached us yet think of the hour when they began their course and rose in silent grandeur to the sky then pause and of the past be that the source time stretches not beyond there is eternity footnotes stanza nineteen nor has the heart which loves yet ceased to thrill at thy sad songs thou bard of troubled times the duke of orleans who was taken prisoner at the battle of agincourt by henry v and kept a prisoner in this country twenty-three years chiefly in the tower where he composed some of his most beautiful poems stanza twenty-one 
in the old temple of our native isle his name has perished of our song the sire a few years since i saw the tomb of chaucer in westminster abbey with no inscription except chaucer written with chalk end of part twenty